I want to start with something that we learned on Leil Shabbos. On Friday night, we learned it together. I want to review it this afternoon with the Chevra, and then go on to, from here, a few other inyanim. This vert, amakbit to say yearly. Certain things, amakbit to learn it yearly. I want to, Lashon Hara, which is such a repeated mitzvah in the Torah, and the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim, the Rebbe of Klal Yisrael, the Chavetz Chaim, the Paisik Achran, the Mishnabrura taught us, taught all of Klal Yisrael, the importance of Shmiras Halashim, of watching our mouths, of making sure we're speaking positive about people, and Chas V'Shalom, not speaking derogatory talk about people. So I makbid yearly to share this, we did it on Leil Shabbos, but that was like part, we were talking about all different things. I want to highlight this again and say it to the Chevra, we'll go a little quicker. The Pasuk says in Perich of Gimel, Pasuk Alf and Parshas Mishpatim, Loisisa, don't carry, Loisisa, don't carry Shema Shav. Uncle says the word Shav is a lying statement. Loisikabel Shema the Shikr. Don't accept a lying statement. Don't be mekabel a lying statement, says Rashi. Rashi brings the mechilta as hara lemekabel hara. It's a din not to be mekabel hara. Don't accept slander. How does Hashem say don't accept slander? Don't accept lying statements. And by the way. The Gemara Darshans, it says Laisasi, which means don't accept. The Gemara Darshans, it says Lai, I'm sorry, it says Lai Sisa. The Gemara Darshans, Laisasi, don't speak it either. The Gemara learns from here, don't say it or speak. Remember, they know Nikudas in the Torah. So we, 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 we have two ways to translate, to, to read the Pasuk. Laisisa and Laisasi. And we learn from here not to speak or accept Lashon Hara. The problem is Hashem calls it a lying statement. It almost sounds like you could say Lashon Hara if it's truthful. And we all know the Chavetz Chaim brings many Mekaymas that even if it's true, it's Lashon Hara. And the question begs, why does Hashem don't say a lie, even if it's true, it's Lashon Hara? Let's say I mamish see a guy do something, and I want to share it with Yosef. See, you see what I saw the guy in the dorm do? And Hashem says, don't you dare say that lie. Why is slander, Shemler, called a lie? It's us or even on truth. Yet Hashem calls it Laisisa Shem Hashav Zaki. Don't say a lying statement. Why is Lashon Hara called a lie? It was a truthful statement. So what's going on here? So to Friday night, we were Mayrech. To be very mekatzer is the art, if anybody here has ever seen a caricature. They always intrigue me, caricatures. Caricatures are those funny pictures you see a lot in amusement parks where they make these cartoon-like figures of people, caricatures. And caricatures are so strange because they're so good at it, everybody could tell who they're drawing. If Shia will go to an amusement park and they'll make, you ever had a caricature done of you? So everybody could tell it's you. 
Yet one kasha, you're good looking and the caricature looks mishuga. So I'm so confused. It's my mishuga. Everybody will know it's Shaya. They're really good at what they do. But I don't get it. He's good. The answer is they have the art of accenting that which shouldn't be accented. If a person has like one pimple here, their tricks to drawing the pimple, like you mamish just see a pimple. The person has big ears, that's a context, it's part of a whole, they have many features. They have ways of drawing everybody to the big ears. And they have ways of highlighting flaws, so it's mamish him, but it's a great lie. Because you highlighted a detail which in real life is not highlighted. It's one aspect. And you managed to like ex- to really put a focus on it, so it's a lie. Is it is it is it a good picture? Any caricature? It's a big lie because a good-looking guy. I'm sorry, and in your caricature, he looks like a buffoon. People look mishugan in the caricature, so you've lied with your picture, even though your picture is accurate. And lashin hara is a lie, Rabbi. So it's an absolute lie. It's a lie because you said it, a negative thing without context. Did you speak about all his good points? Did you give context to all the struggles? You're a liar. Understand you're a liar. People have said, I didn't lie, I said the truth. You're a liar. Because a lie is not what you said, it's what you gave over. The, what you gave over is a sense you've now painted a certain picture. By the way, we could see somebody do it and we see him as a certain type of guy. We're liars. Understand you're a liar. That's not what he is. A very good person with amazing mindless. If you, anybody here, does anybody hear the concept called reframing? It's a big concept in psychology. I'm, I'm, this is not really reframing, but I'm using reframing. We sometimes have a picture of a guy. We have a certain picture of things he, he does. By the way, you can call a guy weird or you can call him eccentric. It's not just the word difference. It sounds like just words. Kalish, you're using words. One, you say, the guy's a really weird person. You say he's an eccentric. Somebody called me about a shidduch, so I said the bacher's eccentric. He's eccentric. So if you say the bacher's weird, he's a weird bacher, so then you're saying he's like an oddball, he's strange, stay away from him. Eccentric is geschmack. He's like a unique, he's uniquely his own. He's independent. But it's not just a change in word, it's attitude. And you're, when, you, when, you, when you define a person, he did something wrong. Well, yeah, he has that flaw, yeah. But you know all his milas? Do you know his story before he did that flaw? So it's a lie. You presented, you said the slander. So-and-so did this. You're a liar. Not, not you're just a slander, say. You're a liar. Because you gave over to the listeners without any context. Did you speak for hours about all his goodness and literally detailed all the good he ever did? Did you say to the listener about all the difficulties he ever had and ever faced, all his challenges? So you should know you're a liar. And I know the statement you made was true, but your portrayal is a lie. That is, I, it's, 
the way I see Lashon Hara is a human caricature. They're the biggest liars in the world, caricature joyers, because they take good-looking people and make clowns out of them by highlighting a flaw. And that's what Bali Lashon Hara do. They go over and they say, you heard he did this? By the way, by the way, I have seen this, and I want to tell you to be very, very cautious. I have seen quasi-historians, I stay away from this, be very careful. I'm very into reading about Gedalim. I have seen people who love hack. Like, you know Reb Kivegur's Machloikis with the... Uh, they love the hack, and they want to tell you one, like, ki'ilu controversial piece of information. They're liars. Now, it might be true there was a Machloikis, but they want to show you Reb Kivegur was a... Wow, dazzling Gadol. There are people that are great at this on historical figures. They're great at this. You know the Vilna the Grun, the 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 Madragas, the Vilna Goyim was on. You and I, if we spent the rest of our lives contemplating, can't be massing the Vilna Goyim. It's out of our league. We can't wrap our minds. It's, we don't have the kalim to wrap our mind around the Vilna Goyim. What it means, the godless, the Ketusha, the Madragas. Rev Shach said he couldn't understand Rev Yisrael Salanter. Rev Shach, you and I would struggle to understand Rev Shach. Rev Shach said I couldn't understand. I, I heard, these ears heard Rev Chaim Brim describe like how it, the Chazanish. Rev Chaim Brim learned by the Chazanish. He would like he, he would describe the Chazanish, Naira, <laughs> awesome, tremendous. And then there are people of clowns who want to pretend that they're historians. They love doing this. They love giving you a piece of information that's epis controversial. They're liars. Now the, the, it doesn't matter if that piece of information is true or not. But they want in your head that don't, you know, it's not so simple. You know, he's a shtickle. I'll tell you a little controversy. The con- I, by the way, knowing that piece of information, I know the grow less than I have seen people who are supposed historians. They're clowns. By the way, knowing that information, you know the grow less than not knowing the information. Because and with people, it could be that way too. I have had times I'm asked on a Bacher dozen interview, so there are times even I'll get, like maybe get a little information from a previous school. I sometimes hold, you tell me a little negative about him, I know him less than if I didn't know that information. I like meeting a guy first. I want to see him. I want to be dazzled by him. I want to... That information, that's defining that he once did. It's not defining. Not defining. The piece of information, you, you've created a lie. You've created a lie. Because you highlight... I had an interesting thing years ago when I was a counselor. I first saw this. A lot of things I learned in Chinuch, I learned from being a counselor. I'm very into. Guys are starting to think about the summer. Purim's upon us. And I'm very into be counselors in camps. Of course, I want you in Sulam, but we leave the second half open. Be a counselor in camps, Rever. Very, very into be a counselor. Tremendous. Rev Ruderman used to say that the mechanichim of the Dara are born in camps, counselors in camps. I'm very into that. Be a counselor and take it on. But work with the chevra, learn, help, give, understand. It could expand you in chenach. My first interactions in chenach, my first learnings in chenach were being a counselor in camp.
One of the things that I saw is kids, when you knew them, wanted to share with you like things they had done wrong. They wanted to tell you, what were they saying? <coughs> to connect to somebody is to know, and the Torah's ladas is to know. That kid views that his like Avera is like, that's him, to know him. He, it's a lot, his own picture of himself, Salai. That thing is, defines you as you, so it's a ligand. He defines himself in his mind. That's, that's the Kayach of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is a deep Kayach that we define based on a Shmuel. You heard what the guy did? I want to give you over who he is. I want to give you, I want you to have the picture of this. We do this to ourselves. I know you, I know you better not knowing that fact. I don't need your mistake to know you. You don't need my mistake to know me. That was a mistake. We say that we all make mistakes. I don't, that's not, it's not defining. Lashnahara slanders, we give over a piece of information that we use to, to mamish, I, let, let me tell you what the guy did, let, let me tell you a little about him. And then the listener, that's, a, and Hashem calls it a lying statement. It's neither the ramification of this. The bad thing, Hashem calls it a lie. It's a lie. Because now you're picture, and we lie to ourselves about ourselves. It's cool. Just understand that piece of information that was 100% true in our world. You said it over about the guy, and Hashem said, You liar. Be quiet, you liar. Don't say a lie and don't be macabre a lie. I don't listen to liars. It's not amazing, amazing what, how Hashem views a negative statement, how Hashem views. This is Emmas. This is Kulay Emmas. Statement of Lashon Hara, statement of slander, you're a liar. You lied. Your mamish hope, if you know Lahavdil, briskers, when they say over stories, say over very exact. It was a big thing in brisk, honesty and precision. When they say over stories, it's almost tedious and boring. A brisker will say over a story, they describe like details. You're like, oh, doc, my Rebbe's very like this. My Rebbe in this way is a brisker. He's extremely exact in relating a story. But in brisk, they'll say over details like what blocked the story happened. You're like, okay, like, like you're wearing me out with the details. But they want it to be very, a very a precision. So you have a guy who says Lashon Hara like a brisker. I apologize, <laughs> briskers are tzaddikim. But he says Lashon Hara mamish with like nuances of the story exact. He's a liar. Just understand that. He's a liar. Because the portrayal that he gave over is a person. He said, he, he gave over, and now you have a sense of a bad person. The person's a wonderful person. A wonderful, a human being. He's a, a yid is a, a tremendous person. It's amazing, amazing how Hashem, the oimek of our Torah, I'm, I'm so moved. We see a world, we live in an alma de shekra. There's a world of truth. There's a world of a reality. Two people spoke and they thought they said everything the truth. And God said, you two guys were just lying. You spoke a lie and you accepted a lie. A lie? Isn't that what happened? It's a lie what you portrayed. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We have to be Zahir, extremely Zahir, how we paint people when we say it over to others and even in our own minds. Because don't be mekabalash and harder means refuse to accept. I had a kasha for years, Yisro. It says, you're not allowed to be mekabalash and harder. I can't accept. 
Let's say I know a guy is like an honest guy. It's a very hard Allah, Yisrael. I know the guy's honest. We've all had this. Like a guy to Then I'll be Mechabal. I'm not Mechabal. <laughs> I hear. I hear. I'm going to tell you a Maisa. I'll tell you a Maisa. You'll like this story. You now be Mechabal Lush and Hara. Rev. Aryeh Levine, when he was 10 years old. Rev. Aryeh Levine, Bayashim's father-in-law. Rev. Aryeh Levine, he was known for his tremendous kindness. Very kind. Avas Yisrael, Neira. Rev. Aryeh Levine. Rev. Levine, he did tremendous. The chesed of Rev. Levine was Neira. His daughter's life was saved. His daughter's life, who became Rebbe Tzinol Yashiv, was saved because of his chesed. Rebbe Arya Levine, somebody came, a lady came to his house asking for water, from Rebbe Arya Levine asking for water. You had to go like to some well. They didn't have running water in their house at this point. Somebody had to go fill it up in a well. And a lady came in Almana, and somehow he ran to load her up with water. And he went to get upstairs. Somebody went to get a bucket. And he had a bucket of water. He gave the lady his buckets that he had drawn and was going and was going to refill his bucket. And because when he went to get the bucket of water, he found his daughter drowning in the bucket. He pulled her out. He went to the bucket to save a lady and it saved his daughter's life. But anyway, Ravari Levin said on himself that his whole life he was very careful not to speak or accept Lashon Hara. And he said what caused him to have such a zihirus is he was 10 years old, he was sitting in a shul, and the Chavetz Chaim came into the shul. And the Chavetz Chaim came into the shul, and he sees the Ner Tamid, there's a fire by the, by the, by the Aron, the, the Ner Tamid that's in every shul. And the Chavetz Chaim said, Rabbi Say, he said to the people, of the shul that's very dangerous. There was something dangerous about the Ner Tamid. It can burn down. It was like a real fire. And it was positioned in a dangerous way. He said it could burn the shul down. He gave like some warning to Chavetz Chaim. So a guy said, oh, the shamish. A guy started ripping the shamish who takes care of the shul. Ravari Levine said he was 10 years old. The guy started saying, the shamish. The Chavetz Chaim pulled the, fl- he flippered it. He just booked the next day, Rabbi Levine saw this. The Chavetz Chaim ran out like there was a fire in Shul. He ran out. He took his stuff and he just, <laughs> he just booked. He pulled, we call it in the yeshiva, flippering it. And he just flippered. You looked up, there was no Chavetz Chaim there. And Rabbi Levine saw that when he was 10, the Chavetz Chaim ran away from Lashon Hara like a fire burnt that b- broke out. A guy started saying, the Shamish... The next thing, the Chavetz Chaim was out. He mamish was a speed runner. He, he was mamish. In my day, we said Carl Lewis. I don't know who the guy today would be. What? Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. Who's a runner? There was a guy a few... Bolt. Bolt, 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 Bolt. We said Carl Lewis, but Bolt. The guy mamish, you blinked, the Chavetz Chaim was out. There were got, there's, there's a Yid, there's a yid who, who many of the Bachem and Imre learned by. He told me... <coughs> He told me about a Yid Rev Samet in Eretz Yisrael. There's a very chash of a Yid who was a Rebbe in, in Ar Sameach. His wife wrote a book on Dan Lekavzchus, the other side of the story, and judging people favorably. And Svi, they told me on that Yid that if anybody starts speaking Lashon Hara, he's no longer in the room. 
He's no longer, he's just not there. If you're talking to him, people would do it on purpose to like check it out. You start saying, oh, Rebbe. And you'd start like, he sensed you were ripping guy, he's just not in the room anymore. You know what Harry Patton, they call apparating, you told me? He would just, he's just gone. <laughs> um, Rev Samet, guys would try it. If you started knocking somebody, he just wasn't there anymore. He would book, just take off. <laughs> it's, a funny, it's a funny picture. He was so Zahir from hearing Lashon Hara, he just wasn't there. Rev Aryeh Levine said that at 10 years old, he saw the Chavetz Chaim run from Lashon Hara like a person runs from a fire mamish. The rest of his life, he had that picture in his mind. He was careful with Lashon Hara. Now, I was always bothered, Yisrael. What does it mean not to be Mechabal Lashon Hara? Don't accept it. What do you mean? The, the guy's an honest guy. I get it now. I understand it. It has nothing to do with how honest. Just run and erase it and think of every good thing. The guy's a liar by his nature, if he told you. I don't care, he's the most honest guy in the world, he lied to you. The, he's painting a lie, because he told you this negative thing. And run and just think about every mile and just figure out a way to, to burn that memory he told you. Because who wants lies in our brain? And Hashem says you have a lie in your brain. Okay, this is the first, this is the first topic. All of us have the Yechayel, practically, even in our own brain, things we see in people, we can give it context and look at it in a much healthier, even things, information we know. That mushal of saying a guy is eccentric, not weird, is not just a change of words, it's a change of attitude. He's interesting, not, not, not difficult. He's an interesting guy. Sometimes our kids ask a lot, you're so annoying. Not annoying, he's inquisitive. Such an inquisitive kid. Such a curious, inquisitive person. It's attitudes. You could say he's annoying. And then, by the way, you painted that attitude. So you see an annoying... I don't know, he's very... He's curious. She's a curious person. It matters not just how you say it, how you perceive it, how you embrace it. There's such a questioning person. Amazing. What a, it's funny, one day... You'll have a child who's stubborn. The hardest kids to ever raise are stubborn. It's a beautiful middah. Beautiful middah. That tenacious, tenacious, I think is the word. They have a tenacity. Klal Yisrael's known when I'm kshayarif. I happen to be very stubborn. I have met Bach, the hardest guys in yeshiva and stubborn. I've met guys, I'm the only one who's more stubborn than them. It's like a stu- stubborn's excellent. Stubborn's, I've met some stubborn chevron. But they're stubborn, they have a tenacity. But again, how you perceive it, how you view it, it's, t- wow, what a person, what a, hold on to something, don't let go. There's a tenacity to it, excellent. So that was the first topic that I wanted to share with the chevron. I want to speak something. We're starting Chaydesh Adar. And we're really making straight away, we're making the, t- towards the period of, um, towards Purim. So I wanted to share a word on the Megillah that I love. And this is like the opening remarks, the opening, our first time studying the Chag that's coming, that precious Yom of Purim, that precious day of Purim. I want to say to the Chevra that the day of Purim is a gorgeous Yom. A beautiful mitzvah, Hashem, Kriyas HaMegillah. T- 
to really this year, as we're getting more sophisticated, Hever, first thing first, do the mitzvahs beautifully. Ayat Shalach Manas is like a gorgeous mitzvah, delicious, that Yidin give gifts to each other. Beautiful mitzvahs. I love going with my family. And you get in the car with the, the whole mishpach is involved in a mitzvah, the rabbanon, beautiful. Mitzvah Hashem. Why don't we make a bracha? It's like so frustrating. There's no bracha on Shalach Manas. Difficult, difficult. Should be a bracha. Barachata. It says to have in mind when they make the Shechayanu, you have in mind on the Shalach Manas also. By day in the morning when they make the Shech, that's the Shechayanu, Avada, you have in mind the mitzvah Sayyim, including Shalach Manas. What a mitzvah, the whole mishpacha goes to give out gifts to Yidin, to share shalach manash to give out gifts. There's the sheta, we've discussed this in the yesheva for years. So I, I was going to do an initial ascent, I'll start from here, because shalach manash came to my mind. There's a, the manas halevi says, the mishabura brings it, that there's such a chumrah, he holds that the ikr shalach manas, it's called mishloyach manas, is to send it al yudei shliach. That you're supposed to do it, Al-Yadeh Shliach. It's very dizzying. Normally we have a rule, Gemara Kedushin Unzira Masechta, Mitzvah Ba Yaseh Vishluchai. The Manas HaLevi says, you have to send Shalach Manas Al-Yadeh Shliach. Now by the way, the Manas, he holds, you're not Yaitz unless you do Al-Yadeh Shliach. You have to give the... Now it's really very dizzying, by the way, because if you can't do it yourself, then you can't make a Shliach. So in Lamdus, how can it be I have to send a shliach? In as much as I have to send a shliach, then I can't. Because a shliach can't have more power than me. If I can't give it myself, then I can't give it all day shliach. The answer then would be as no din shliach. Thank you, Aryeh Barnett, you're brilliant. Aryeh Barnett says if you hold, you have to give all day shliach, then it's not the din of shliach shalom kemaisai. So it's funny. If you have to give it to a shliach, he's not your shliach. He's a maise kaif. What a lumbus, he's a monkey. He's just, he's not a shliach. Another human being should give it to you. Bedafka, not shlichus. In as much as you need a shliach, it must be there's no shlichus. Because you can only make a shliach shem what you could do yourself. If I can't give it, then I can't make a shliach. The answer is he's not my shliach. The answer is give it through another person, not as if you gave it. You shouldn't give it yourself. Now there's one such shaita. Every good yeshiva guy, we love it. We love chumras. And on a mitzvah of shalach manis, every chumra, just be machmed. It's such a gorgeous mitzvah. So every yeshiva guy is machmed to give at least one where he gives it all the shliach. He says to somebody, please give him it for me. Now, what's the Indian to give it all your day shliach? Such a fascinating thing. I want to give it to you. What's the Viggy? Please give it to Yosef. Every good yeshiva guy, do one this way. At least one. Every good yeshiva guy gives one. Be my shliach. <laughs> to give it to him. Because shalach manas. And this sheet of the manai salevi, that you have to do it all your day shliach. What's this Indian? Which is better? It seems so weird. Shalach manas has two purposes. One purpose is to make sure the Aniyim, is to make sure people have the Sudas Purim. To make sure people have the Sudas Purim. So you're giving out the Suda. A second purpose is to be Mar Bereyes for Achtos and Klal Yisrael. Both purposes, what are you giving out Shliach? Give it yourself. If it's meant to have people have Sudas, give it yourself. If it's meant to have um, 
to have friendship, hand it yourself. When I say, Viggy, you give it to him. What do you say? So Aryeh says, if the nice pshat, we never said this pshat before. Aryeh has a new pshat. Every year, Aryeh says, it doesn't mean a guy you're looking at. There's a mitzvah even to send far away, because the point is to unite. So send one long distance. It's not, then it would come out, according to Aryeh's pshat, that it would no, be no mile if I'm giving Yosef, say, you give it to Yosef. Because the whole point of like, the shliach is like you're, how far reaching, even to, beautiful. I never heard that pshat. What? what about the then you'll give direct. It's, it's funny. Viggy says it can't says, be pshat because the Manas Alevi says the whole mitzvah is this. So Aryeh would say he's learning that, of course, the people around you you're having sudas with, send one. Like far reaching. Let's, let's unite Yidden. So the whole point of the mitzvah is to reach all around. That's the point. Reach out. Send one Ali Deshlech. I never heard this pshat. A beautiful pshat. We're trying to unite Yidin. So Ali Deshlech, like Yidin, you don't see. We're not in your circle. Send it to the guy here. You're not going to. Beautiful pshat. Why? You're an Eretz Yisrael. It's very cool. Like you're thinking about me in your circle. You know, it fits very well with the pshat that was said in our base Medrash. In our base Medrash, there's a beautiful pshat. So listen to this pshat, Chevra. That the reason he should send Adei Shliach, if I give Yosef Shal, you know those Shalchmanis where you're going on the street and you didn't have one for the guy and you pass him like, uh oh. Or he gives you one, so you quickly like take a candy and gum you got from your hair and you give it to him. How do I know you really were thinking to give it to me? So you give it all your day. Shliach shows if I give it to you, maybe I just saw you and said, oh, I forgot. If you give it all your day shliach, a shliach's knowledge has to do only what the mishaleach sent. It's obvious it was targeted for you. That's what a, that was a pshat said in this space, Madrash. Yes, Yasef. Um, if you're a shliach, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like a, a chiyah, if your father died, like a The children can give, they shouldn't give for the father. In Avelis, the Tata doesn't give Shalach Manas. The children can give their own, but not on behalf of their father. No, it's just the father, they could do their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a beautiful Mishpacha that year left. Yeah, yeah. Kitzer Chevra. Like this. So that was a pshat said in Arbe Smesh while it's Ali Shliach. I always wanted a tiny a new pshat while it's Ali Shliach. Uh, one more pshat, then we'll get to the, the pshat I wanted a tiny. Another pshat said in Arbe Smedrash. I once heard an advertisement on 880. I, I, at first it sounded funny, but it made me think of Shalach Manas. On 880, they were advertising flowers before Valentine's Day. So they said, send the flowers to her office. Let others see that you like her. I thought there was something like so shallow. Like, I like her. I don't need the... But it, like, it was like, if you send her the office, she has like a gaivaza. Look, <laughs> my husband's into me. So send, it, so send it to her office. It was 880. So 880's shot in Shalach Manus could be. You give a guy a gift, but say there, like, let other people know you're so into him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you, you, you're building up his esteem. Like you get a heaven, go bring it to someone. Moyo's like, Moyo would ask Dan Kalish, give to Martha. 
So now it's not just Moyo gave to Mardcha, it's like famous that Moyo's into Mardcha. Now like other, you're getting other people involved in this, like you're promoting Mardcha. That's, that, that's another pshat. I always wanted a taina that there's another Indian. In Purim is to see, to trace everything back to Hashem. So I want a taina when you get a shalachman and say, thank you, I get a shalachman from Yosef. Yosef, thank you so much. This is Kalish. I was a shliach for Viggy. Don't forget the sender. You thank the mailman, the deliverer. Say, thank you so much. He said, no, no, I, I, I'm representing. I get a shalach manus from Avi. Say, thank you, Avi. He said, no, no, I'm representing exactly. Oh, I call Zach. Thanks for sending it. Trace it back to the original sender. That's Purim. Hashem hides, but trace things back to the original sender. So even in the shalach manus that we get, we say, thank you so much. No, 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 I'm a shliach. Somebody sent me. Ah, that's Mamish Purim. That's Mamish Purim. <laughs> Trace it back to the sender. Hashem hides. Purim is to see Hashem metoich the Hester. While Hashem's hiding, trace it back to the sender. So I always appreciate that Shalachmanis has that element. Trace it back to the sender. Very geschmack. Inyan Shalachmanis. Yeah. The Gemara. I, that part. So you should have this visual. When you give it, as the shliach, you give it. He says, Thank you so much. So, no, 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 no. Thank, I, I, I was sent. Ah, you were sent. Who sent you? Ah, that's Mamish the Yoyim Purim. What do you hold, Aryeh? Geschmack, no? Yeah. So even in the Eifen of being Marbereus, but it, but it brings back, it brings back the whole point to Purim. Trace it back to the sender. Today, like everybody's ordering and getting stuff from, from the mail. Everything now comes, my kids, everybody's shopping from the mail. So you certainly thank the deliverer the UPS guy, now it's the, what's it called today? Not the UPS. Amazon guy. Replaced the UPS guy. You certainly thank the Amazon guy, but don't forget, somebody ordered it from that. So my kids would say, Amazon guy, thanks. And your mother paid for it and ordered it. People sent it. Don't forget the, don't forget the originators. That's, that's the shalach manas, the, 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 the gift that you give. But the beautiful mitzvahs, don't forget, Rabbi Say this year, the mitzvah sayoyim. From Kriya Samagila, it used to disturb me a lot. Ooh, Yonatan, I want to play your song before I'm switching gears in a minute. It used to disturb me a lot. Guys would describe their perm. I asked a guy, where do you have your suda? Suda, he was running, he didn't have a suda. That's also a mitzvah. Suda, to have a suda. Shalachmanas, matanas, levyonim. We have to do all our mitzvahs. I want to share a word iron on the Megillah, but first let's listen to Yonatan's song. I appreciate that song a lot. Can we attach it to here? Yeah, sure. Is Ashi here? Nope. I liked, I appreciated a lot Yonatan's song that he celebrated Mama. All our mothers deserve, deserve appreciation. And Yonatan wrote a song celebrating Mama. I went wild from it. Very, very hush of a song. I advise, I wanted to play it for the guys now. We don't have the equipment right now. Bez Hashem will get a chance. But that he made a song celebrating his mom it meant a lot to me. So I thank you, Yonatan. David HaMelech, we just had Halal. David HaMelech also made a song celebrating his mama. Ani Avducha Ben Amosecha. 
I'm your Ebed Hashem, the son of your maidservant. Said Reb Miller, he was giving credit to his mama. Ben Amasecha, where did I come to be an Ebed? I got it from my mama. Ben Amasecha. That's a David HaMelech. He also made a song. So Yonatan, our singer, went in the ways of David HaMelech, the, 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 the songwriter of the Jewish people, who said, Ani ben My sincerity comes to me. I want to share, I want to go to a spot in the Megillah. And really our first learning in the Megillah. I want to go to a spot on the Megillah that to me is like the highlight of the whole Megillah story to me. And I want to read these words to the Olam. Whoever has a Chumash in front of them, it's on page 656. Haman, you have the right page? Haman Rabbi say. You have to visualize, Elio, visualize with me. This obviously is a no-coat vert. This obviously, all coats come off for this one. Like this, Hevra. Haman, everybody's afraid. Everybody's in fear of this Haman. And he'd been raised by Achashverosh. Gidal HaMelech Achashverosh is Haman. He raised him up. He made his seat higher than all the other sarim, all the other princes. Haman has been elevated to tremendous power. And all the slaves of the Melech, Asher Bishara Melech, that were in the court of the king, would bow down to Haman. For so had the king commanded. Everybody bowed to Haman. It was a tzivah from Achashverosh. And everybody is sitting there bowing to Haman. This is the heart and soul to me from the, from the place in the Megillah, the the backbone of the Megillah, Mordechai la yichrev la yishtachva, and Mordechai will not bow. No, no, he's not bowing. Mordechai la yichrev, everybody's bowing down, but not Mordechai. And Mordechai is being stubborn, like we said before. He's sticking to who he is, to who we are. We're loyalists to Hashem. And Mordechai doesn't bow. Judah, but I need you to hear a dear. Your whole life, it's time to mature, Hevra. We learned when we were little kids, please let's grow up. Do you notice, Yonatan, you have to hear this. This is the Megillah. Who wrote the Megillah? Esther Amalka. Esther wrote, it's a Shalom the Gemara, but Ruach HaKodesh. She wrote it with Ruach. The Gemara brings a Raya, it's Ruach HaKodesh. She wrote it with the heavenly assistance. So every word's exact. Listen how she says the story. Everybody bowed down because the king commanded. What does that mean? Mordechai in the future will not bow down. Should say Mordechai did not bow down. It happened already. Everybody bowed, Shragi, and Mordechai didn't bow. It's not what it says. It says Mordechai won't bow. Lo yichre, lo yikara means he did not bow. Lo yichre means he will not bow. 
My giving, I see guys here getting like, oh no, diktok here. They're just translations of words. Kara means he didn't. Loi kara, he did not bow. Loyichra means he will not bow. That's a weird thing to say. You're, this story happened a long time ago, Leo. Everybody bowed and Mordechai did not bow. Despite tremendous pressure all over him, pressure, massive pressure, they all bowed, he did not. He stood up for what was true, what was honest, what was real. They all bowed, he did not. But it doesn't say he didn't bow. What does it say? He won't bow. Right? That's just, you can't even read it straight. Everybody bowed and Mordechai will not bow. It's like the story's unfolding live. Live here from the palace, everybody's bowing and Mordechai, hey, he will not, he didn't bow, it happened a long time ago. Why does it say he will not bow? He didn't bow. For us. Hmm? For us. He's a representation of, of Sadiq. Nice pshat, nice pshat, nice pshat. A little drashy, a little <laughs> not, but nice, nice, so nice. What do you say, Chavra? Why would somebody write, Mordechai will not bow, he didn't bow? Good kasha, Tzvino. The gra is this kasha. Smart. What? I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what Biggie said. I'll first share the grow with you. You know the grow, Chaim Tzvi, on this kasha? You like the kasha? <laughs> what does it say? He didn't bow. What does it say? He will not bow. He didn't bow. The grow says there are two ways to not bow. Visualize the scene, Chaver. Visualize. Haman walks in. So we've all done this. That was not, not, that was not time. Here is a tzaddik. Rabbi say, Rabbi say. Did you, you, we all know, we, it's funny. It says by standing up for a tzaddik, it says to stand up, fear Hashem. Says the, why does it say fear Hashem? It means Hashem knows. There's an easy trick not to stand up. You pretend you didn't see. You pretend you didn't see. You, you were looking at you see, you see. <laughs> you, <laughs> I didn't stand up. So for Hashem knows. There's an easy way not to stand up for Haman is you make like you didn't see him. Mordechai's not, he's not bowing. So Mordechai can always make like I just didn't see. Haman's there. Everybody's bowing. And Mordechai sees a little spacey. My Pasha doesn't notice. Says the Gra, if it would say he didn't bow, the scene is that Mordechai Punt wasn't bow, he didn't bow, like, like it happens to be, he didn't bow. Maybe he didn't see Haman, and maybe he would make it that he didn't see him. Mordechai showed, I see you. He would stare in his face. Not he didn't bow, I won't bow. That's how he, he didn't bow in a, a brilliant Gra. The Grai, I'm becoming from her right here and now because Tyre is so precise. We learn like we read fast. No, 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 next line, next line. Everything's so precise. 
Saying he didn't bow is a certain picture. He didn't bow. Maybe he didn't see, maybe he didn't know. The way he didn't bow is showing, I will not bow. That's how he didn't bow. He didn't bow. He was very clear. I am not, I will not bow. Not just he didn't bow, I will not bow. That's how he didn't bow. Brilliant grub. You know why he gets the name Vilna Gain. He earns it. What a brilliant grub. So do we, that deserves a chair. It deserves a chair. Isn't that brilliant, guys? So doesn't say he didn't bow. He will not bow. That's how he didn't bow. He didn't bow in a way which clearly demonstrate I will not bow. That's a different type. and It tells a different story. To say he didn't bow, okay, there are a lot of ways of not bowing. You just make sure, you know, you have different ways of being spacey and not seeing. The way he didn't bow was with an announcement. I'm not bowing. I will not bow. So it says, Mordechai will not bow. That's how he didn't bow. What does that mean? He showed, I see you. <laughs> I see you. No, no, no. <laughs> he, Mordechai will not bow. You ever heard this gra? Tremendous gra. Yaki, you've heard this gra? Good shot, no? I want to say what Vigi Ben Ayim said. The Gra, when nobody would argue on. Aaron, you hear the Gra's shot? So it says everybody bowed to Haman and Mordechai will not bow. It doesn't say he didn't bow. Why does it say future? Because it's describing how he didn't bow. If it said everybody bowed and Mordechai didn't bow, so maybe Mordechai made believe like he didn't see Haman. That's a way of doing it. If you, if you don't want to bow, so don't be everybody bowed, Mordechai didn't. The way he didn't bow was making it clear, I will not bow. I see you and I'm not bowing. So it doesn't say he didn't bow, it say Mordechai will, will not bow. That's how he didn't bow. In a manner showing, I will not bow. Not I, not I don't see I do see Cr- Incredible, gruh. See? <laughs> say, don't be afraid, say. You're impressed with this gra? Amazing, right? Talking more about more time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. It's much more descriptive to what he did. Right? It's not talking about the action of those bowed and one man didn't bow. It's Mordechai will not bow gives us a picture of what he did. <laughs> Not he didn't bow. He will not bow. He made it clear. Now I want to get to Viggy, which is not far from the Gra. And I, I always, I, when I saw these Pesukim, I, I'm not forcing something. I saw Viggy right here. I, me and Viggy heard it different. How could Mordechai not bow? You know the pressures? You know what it means? And by the way, Haman, because he didn't bow, said he's killing every Jew alive. I don't know. Get real, Chev. We're so used to the story, we stop hearing the story. Can you listen to the story? Mordechai didn't bow, Meshuggah. <laughs> He's the most powerful hater of the Jews. You know what pressure Mordechai had? Do you know that Chazal tell us that a lot of tzaddikim held to bow? Now do you get it? A lot of tzaddikim held to bow. The Gras says in Megillah, listen to this, Chevra. The Gras says in the Megillah, it sometimes calls Achashverosh Hamelech, and sometimes it says Hamelech Achashverosh. 
Says the Gro, whenever it says HaMelech without Achashverosh, it also means Hashem. So now this Pasuk, let's reread the Pasuk, my friends. V'chol avdei HaMelech, Asher v'shar HaMelech. The Shar is called the Beis Medrash, Gemara Makas. Amdu b'sharecha. It says they were sitting in the Shar in the Beis Medrash. V'chol avdei HaMelech, it doesn't say HaMelech HaChashverosh. Ul v'avadim, Asher v'shar HaMelech, that were in the Beis Medrash of the Melech, most of Sanhedrin held that you're supposed to bail. Do you know the pressure? And Mordechai held that you're not. No, no, no. Now the pressure goes up. You have the scariest person, and many Gedolim Rabban and Paiskim say to bail. And Mordechai doesn't agree. The pressure is nearer. Other Yidin say, Rotseach! A murderer! You're causing danger to all of Klai's robe. And my rub said to bail. What? I hear. <laughs> he hears, but he holds you're not supposed to bail. He held you're not supposed to bail, Mordechai. He held stark. You're not supposed to bail. Do you know the pressure? How, do you, how does a human being withstand that? And many, and the from Yidden and Chashivu Rabbanim. You heard of Chaim Kanievsky came out to bail. But Abba Mordechai held not to bail. He held not to bail. I don't know the machloikas. I don't want to pretend. Aaron, Aaron the, forever the lamb, and he's right. What's the machloikas? Is it Avodah wasn't? It seems clear that it wasn't Avodah It's so, so the Shailah, so make, so make a taste of Takanatra. It's not Avodah Like, what's his, what's his shit over here? I have my own Shailah about Amalek. Are they trying to get us? Remember, if a guy is trying to get you not to serve Hashem, then even on a minag, even, so it's not so mochrach, it was Avodah But Mordechai held, I'm not giving one zach, I'm not doing a pretend of anything. Huh? You're a molek, you're trying to get us away from Hashem. There's, there's a sogi here. But Mordechai has pressure, so how does he not bow? How, how could it be? If anybody here is, has anybody been in a situation where a lady sticks out her hand to you? It's murder. It's murder. It's embarrassing. <laughs> no. My father holds that you know, I have to get shot. I have to die not to shake a lady's hands. I have to die. That's my father's shita. That you have to die for it. If a guy says, I'll blow your brains, or shake your hand, where do you want to shoot? shoot. That's what my father holds. He holds his Gilead rice. My father's shita. It's a chumrah for my tata. He doesn't have too many. So I'm not shaking hands. You know how hard it is? You're in some situations. Listen. Ah. You go to a big doctor, you're waiting to get all different situations. No fist pumps, no, I'm not touching the hand. No. <laughs> Today sneeze and you're good to go. Corona's a huge help. I've heard people say that. Corona's like a life. Any of the Talmudim of my father, Corona's a big one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, wow, they're like impressed today. Wow. Is that... <laughs> oh, give on, give on, give on, give on. I hear that shit. I hear that shit. I hear that shit. I hear that shit. The kids are. So, how does a person do that? How do you do that? How do you not, how do you, how do you not give in? So, Viggy says that it's all first and decision. Hachlot and decision in the mind. Mordechai didn't bow because Mordechai won't bow. 
the mind, it's describing what he didn't do is because what he wouldn't do. There's a mind before the case that you've thought about this, I don't go there. Mordechai didn't bow because Mordechai won't bow. There was a decision in Achlata. There was a decision, this is not what I do. This is not who I am. There's a decision before. And Mordechai didn't bow because Mordechai won't bow. What I want to share with the Chavid or Rabbi Say, I, I like Viggy's Shaks. I'm very into the mental game of all different things. And situations, there are many situations. I, I was learning with a group of guys this morning. Reb Zelig Pliskin has a tremendous advice that guys can try. This is a mind game. It's a, a mind game. I shouldn't say game. Terrible word. This is using your mind. Harness your mind. Reb Zelig Pliskin, I have seen guys go home and have struggles with a sister, struggles with their mother. Sit on the bus. I beg you to do this. I promise I've used this trick for different things. Sit on the bus and visualize details doing it different than you usually do. Try to picture the triggered situations. And we all know situations that happen. Visualize them and visualize responding different. I promise try this. It's powerful. Visualize it before. Reb Zelig Pliskin, the Tzaddik in Eretz Yisrael, advises this. And it's powerful. Try it at home. Try, on the bus, you have a long bus. Some guys tell me I hate the bus. The bus could be wonderful. Visualize responding right. I used to have a very short trip back and forth from my home to work. And Hashem made a different Zayr. It's a longer trip now. And in some ways it could be harder, but there are many blessings to it. I love before I go home at night, I remember I'm a father, and I think about Yisrael Mayer and how I want to respond to him. I love him, but you come home, you're white. Visualize the right responses. Visualize being awake and tentative and caring. Visualize on your bus ride home. Nobody will know what you're doing. Sit in your seat and visualize especially the difficult situations. Prepare for them mentally and visualize the right response. I once told a guy that his father is not evil, he's just crazy. So he asked me, the guy said, my father's evil. I said, he's not evil, he's just crazy. So he said, what's the difference? He said, he does this and this. What's... So I says a big difference. Evil is unpredictable because they're trying to get you. Crazy is predictable. They act the same way. That's what he does. It's predictable. That's what he does. It's predictable. I said, it, your father does the same thing. And the same, he's not, he's not even, not trying, he likes you. He has a quirky pattern. So mentally prepare. Prepare mentally. See it. Visualize and visualize your response. Very powerful. Try it. I ask anybody to try it. It works. See yourself responding. Says Vigi ben Ayim, it doesn't say Mordechai didn't bow. Mordechai in the future won't bow. That's how he didn't bow. He visualized, he saw it through. Mordechai will not bow. That He visualized the scene and that's how he didn't bow. He didn't bow because he visualized and had, had saw it through that he will not bow. That's how you don't bow if you visualize it that you will not bow. That's what Vigi ben Ayim is saying. I think there's a tremendous truth to that. Again, Ravzel Plissing gives the advice. Vigi Ben Ayim gives the advice. I advise you to try it. 
So it doesn't say he didn't bow, it says he will not bow. And the trick how he didn't bow is he visualized that he will not bow in the future. He saw this before and had already said, I will not bow. So in describing him not bowing, it says he will not bow. The, the, will, the didn't bow is because he had visualized, I will not bow. It's a very powerful Eitzah that works in difficult times if you've seen this before and you've experienced it before and you see yourself, so then you cannot bow because you visualized. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a gra, yeah. Tire is deep. Tire is deep. It's very possible. I, there's a lot I, more I want to talk. Shabbos, Shalashudis, I spoke for like a couple of minutes for benching about this. The hour is late already. Our first, there's our initial foray into Purim. But I, I love picturing the loyal Mordechai, the loyalist, with all the commotion around us, not to forget who we are. This commotion, this tumult. There's all the, remember who we are, what we're about, what we're here to do. In yeshiva, we sing the song a lot. I know Abdul Kutchevich, I know, I know. So somebody asked me why we say I know so many times. I know, I, me, he, me, he, me, he, me. Talk about Hashem. I like, I know, say I know another hundred times. Because identity, I. Identity, I know. I, yeah, get into I, 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 Hashem. Very important identity. What am I about? I'm Nishtaimim, a Mordechai at Sadik. There's tumult, there's noise. There's, we're in a country that forgets who they are. If you know anything about Golos Mud, I impress. This Golos that is, is Kuloi Taiva. Achashverosh has wild parties and the Yid is tantalized to join the parties. This Mamish was written for the Western man. The party that's so tantalizing and so, so epic, so geschmack, and every guy is at the party. You're not even a Shagitz for going to the party. Everybody's there. Sound like some of the parties that we have today? Everybody's at the party. They're all there. Just So you also go to the party. It's such a good party if everybody's at the party. There's no guilt. <laughs> the party that every... And you're in a country. The ganze country's at the party. Everybody's there. Half the problem with the party is I feel guilty. But yeah, it's not. Everybody's there. Everybody's at the party. And it's so tempting to go to the party. And our sin was we went to that party. And we forgot what we're about, who we are. And one man, in a matzah, kol avdei amelech are bowing, but he refuses in the flow, in the mass, he refuses to forget who he is, his identity. Mordechai la it says on Mordechai, he was the only one. In this powerful way, maybe other people may believe they didn't see, I don't know. In this way, there was one man who said, uh-uh, uh-uh. There was one man who stood up and the whole Yeshua, the whole Yeshua comes from this one man who's la yechrevla, he's not bowing, uh-uh. <laughs> he didn't bow and he will not bow. But one person who's a loyalist, who remembers who he, who he is, what his point is, what we're trying to do, who we're trying to be, and Mordechai doesn't bow. And then the whole Yeshua comes. The entire salvation, the Purim story, is led. I'm moved by our people, by the way. We know the truth. 
I'm so moved by Klal Yisrael. Mordechai says, I announcement comes into the local shul. Rabbi say, Haman was geyser clear. Mordechai says, you know why? Because he ate from the party. You know why? We should have yelled him because you didn't bow. But we all know the truth. No, no, we ate from the party. No, no, it's not eating bell. <laughs> we all know the truth, and we did show for We're an incredible people. One man stands for the truth, and everybody recognizes it. People say, he's right, he's right. It's, it says a lot about the Yidden. We could have said, hey, you're, I even picture the audacity. Mordechai says, it's your fault. You guys went to the party. Your fault? Because you didn't bow, Haman made exeris. No, no, that's not the story here, my friends. No, no. <laughs> you ate from the party, you ate from the party. And Klai Yisrael does tshuva. They return back to Hashem. So it's a story, a story we're going to have to study. I may share some gruz. I... It's always a question to me. It's hard to restudy a story that all of us know. Even though Bachar last year told me he doesn't know the Purim story, and I gave him the child's tape to listen to, which had the Purim story, they know the Purim story. But most of the Hever knows the Purim story. The trick of sophistication in life is to hear that which you know already, but learn it at the age and stage and part of your life you're at. Different things will resonate. Different things that you miss that never went ding, ding, ding will resonate. So we're going to try. I may share. If I share the Vilma Grain, you won't feel you know the story already. Because he creates a story that most of us have no clue exists. But he shows it in the Pesukim, some remarkable stuff. Rebrevda writes it up. Maybe we'll share some of the Graz with the Hever just to show us we might not know the story as well as we thought. We'll see. Everybody say have an excellent day.